Britney Spears is a nice-looking person with musical talent that can act and dance and is probably in the 99th percentile in just about anything entertainment-related. She's had more success than anyone that Madison over at Sirius XM is jerking off to today. So why is she forced to live like a veal? This is Dumb People with Terrible Ideas. I'm your host, Eric Gray. All right, Marty, good performances. How would you like to be a judge tonight? I noticed last week you had the most adorable, pretty eyes. Do you have a boyfriend? No, sir. Why not? They're mean. Boyfriends? You mean all boys are mean? I'm not mean. How about me? Well, it depends. I get that a lot. Yes, Britney Spears was on Star Search. She won it. She was only 10 years old. But the events surrounding the conservatorship of Britney Spears happened years later, after she'd already seen a ton of success. Right about the time you first purchased a BlackBerry to surf your MySpace page. During and after a contentious divorce with her husband Kevin Federline, a guy who looks like the final boss in Grand Theft Auto Trailer Park Edition, Brittany flipped out. But let's discuss flipping out and what it means to a person of a certain age, say 25 or so. She shaved her head and beat the shit out of a car with an umbrella, which, while unfortunate, is not completely out of character for a 25-year-old going through a divorce with two kids. Like, it's not right, but it's not exactly unheard of either. At a similar age, noted homophobe and occasional rapper DaBaby shot and killed a teenager in a Walmart, and he's still free being homophobic and shit. There is a super successful actor that at a similar age was arrested naked and stoned and drunk because he was playing bongos too loud, naked at 2 a.m. with another naked stone drunk guy in a New Orleans shithole apartment. Another super successful actor got ripped out of his mind on cocaine, broke into a neighbor's house, and fell asleep in their kid's bed. Another one made a sex tape in a threesome with a 16-year-old. Still another shoplifted $6,000 from Saks Fifth Avenue. And sure, all of these people were Charlie Sheen, but that's beside the point. He got a TV show, not a conservatorship. I personally know a guy who got drunk at a house party, climbed the roof, and pissed down the chimney onto a roaring fire. He's a doctor now. And yes, alcohol and drug abuse probably had a hand in these unfortunate events. But 25-year-olds are already unbelievably, incredibly stupid, known for their poor judgment, failure to function, and crippling inability to call their dad on Father's Day. 
And when you add in a four loco, a dozen million dollars, a divorce and some kids and some Louisiana dank weed into the mix, well, as Hunter S. Thompson once said, when the going gets weird, the weird turn pro. Amid a media frenzy, the 26-year-old pop star was brought by ambulance to a Los Angeles hospital from her Beverly Hills home. Another chapter in her long-running custody battle with ex-husband Kevin Federline over their two sons. As this video provided by Entertainment Tonight and The Insider shows, Spears was taken by stretcher into the emergency room. Her husband, Federline, was at the hospital when she arrived. In 2008, Britney Spears' children were splitting time between her home and her ex-husband's home. And at the end of one particular visit, when Britney shuttled the kids off to Kevin's, a man who looks like Florida in human form, Britney locked herself in the bathroom with one of her children because she didn't want to leave them. 911 was called. Helicopters circled overhead. Police and firefighters arrived, some with axes, and broke down the bathroom door, basically doing what they often do best, fucking up everyone's day by attacking an innocent person for committing the cardinal sin of experiencing human emotion. She was strapped to a gurney against her will because, well, that's what happens when you're Britney Spears. They're mean. <laughs> And of course, the pictures of her tie to a stretcher were published, just like her bald head was published. And her umbrella jousting match with a Buick LeSabre was published. All of those pictures were all over the news because the media couldn't help but blow a load in its own pants when it saw an opportunity to bully a pop star into a meltdown. Exactly unlike all the stupid shit you did at 25 when you had a bad breakup because because that's what happens when you're Britney Spears. They're mean. <laughs> and of course, after she was held against her will at the hospital for flipping out in this relatively understandable yet unfortunate way, she was again held against her will in a completely different incident where she was again strapped down to a gurney and taken away because she was changing her clothes too often and speaking in a child's voice while around her children. And not long after, Britney's dad appeared in a court proceeding lasting all of 10 minutes with Britney nowhere to be seen and he became the conservator of Britney Spears. And in an extraordinary piece of legal maneuvering, the five-day waiting period for the conservatorship to take effect was waived, so that Britney had no idea that she had lost her freedom until she had, in fact, lost her freedom. Because that's what happens when you're Britney Spears. They're mean. <laughs> A conservatorship is when a person's finances are taken care of by a court-appointed guardian or conservator because the person is grossly unable to care for themselves. Normally, this is due to a brain injury, complete paralysis, maybe both, 
or severe and profound mental disability like Rob Gronkowski. Britney's dad, who would drink piss from Kanye's Grammy if it would make him rich, again is the conservator. Her dad is a sentient athlete's foot, cosplaying as Scrooge McDuck with all the charisma and charm of a head-on collision with a dump truck full of scrap metal. Soon after, in this story that sounds like the prequel to The Handsmaid's Tale, when people that she didn't like first began to manage her every single decision, Brittany hired an attorney. The judge quickly determined that Brittany wasn't capable of hiring an attorney. Only her conservatorship could hire an attorney. She then hired a different attorney to move the case to federal court. Again, the judge said Brittany wasn't capable of hiring shit. The lawyer tried to argue her due process rights were being denied, but remember, he wasn't officially Brittany's lawyer anyway, so he was ignored and eventually her phone was disconnected. Sorry, you have reached a number that has been disconnected or is no longer... So that the two couldn't talk anymore. And that brings up a really interesting fact regarding conservatorship. While Britney's rights may have been stripped away, and she understandably chafes and rages against the unfairness of it all, she pays the salaries of those people who are imprisoning her. When she goes to court, she's paying the legal fees for the dumb people with terrible ideas trying to keep her in the conservatorship and the people trying to get her out. If anyone is trying to get her out, which is doubtful because remember, this super successful and talented entertainer who if dropped on a unicycle would start juggling out of sheer impulse can't hire an attorney of her own choice to get her out of this mess. More on that shortly. So you may be wondering, in a system such as this, how is Brittany, or anyone else being imprisoned this way, supposed to prove in court that they're capable of caring for themselves and getting out of the conservatorship? And if you come up with an answer to that question, don't tell me, tell Britney Spears, because it really seems she's been screwed out of her basic human rights. Forced to live a Black Mirror episode about fun-sized indentured servitude. Oh, honey, they didn't want a piece of you. They wanted your bank account. And they didn't just take a piece, they got it all. So let's talk numbers. Since 2009, Brittany has paid her dad $16,000 a month. He received nearly 3% of her 2011 tour, 1.5% of her four-year Las Vegas residency, ticket sales and merch, $2,000 a month for an office, and she also pays many of his legal expenses. Attorney's fees totaling hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of dollars, and a partridge in a pear tree. Meanwhile, Brittany can't have her own credit card. Here's a few more numbers. Britney Spears has one Grammy, 
seven Billboard Music Awards, six MTV Video Music Awards, 15 Guinness World Records, has sold over 100 million albums, had a perfume line that sold more than a billion dollars, and celebrated in 2021 when she, for the first time in her life, finally was allowed to buy an iPad. She's been dropping booty-shaking dance bangers for decades, but can't even take a breath without the multiple root canals on the conservatorship payroll getting a royalty check for it. She received $15 million for appearing in one season of the TV show, The X Factor, and she did great. She earned every penny. Because entertaining through tragedy for Britney is like you or I walking around our home in the dark. It's more difficult, sure, but we've done it a million times. But when Britney Spears wanted to paint her own kitchen cabinets, she was prevented from doing so because the conservatorship said it would cost too much money. And how unusual is it for someone Britney's age and apparent capacities to be under a conservatorship like this? It's extremely unusual. Uh, conservatorships, by and large, are for elderly people suffering from dementia or Alzheimer's disease or an advanced psychological disorder. Uh, to see a young person conserved is relatively rare. And then to see a young person conserved for 13 years is extremely rare. When you do see a young person enter into a conservatorship, typically they, they go for treatment, uh, they get prescribed medication, uh, their emotions and their logic balances out and they're able to come out of the conservatorship relatively quickly. And that's just not the case uh, in, this, uh, in this story. For a moment, let's play devil's advocate. There is certainly a lot about Britney's behavior and decision-making that we, the general public, don't know. And let's assume that the conservatorship is completely on the up and up that it was a necessity to keep Britney from bad decisions that could ruin her life. Shouldn't Britney have the right to ruin her life if she wants to? Six foot 10 inch former basketball player, Lamar Odom, married the goofy looking Kardashian, then lived in a friggin' Las Vegas brothel for a month, banging the employees and doing coke until he suffered kidney failure, a couple heart attacks, and a dozen strokes, all while maintaining a rager of an 18-inch boner. Is that dumb? Yeah. Is it his right to make poor decisions? Yes. Sometimes the purpose of your life is to serve as a warning sign for others on what not to do. And in America, the land of the free, you're supposed to have the freedom to become a pop star or a janitor or a brain surgeon or even a dipshit that dies because he tried to take a bubble bath with his favorite plugged in toaster. If you're not free to fuck up, are you really free at all? Britney Spears is treated like a ventriloquist doll, 
stored in a locked briefcase until it's showtime, where she's trotted out to sing a song for the audience. And then thrown back in the briefcase until showtime rolls around again next weekend. She's treated like a human show pony, a pretty sparkly thing that can make more money in an evening than most families can make in a year. But she can't get her own IUD removed from her own uterus because the conservatorship that makes nearly every decision for her doesn't want her to make the decision to make babies. Things began to change around the summer of 2021 when Brittany appeared by telephone in a court proceeding regarding the conservatorship. I will be honest with you, I haven't been back to court in a long time because I don't think I was heard on any level when I came to court the last time. And she let loose a few years of torment and bile and anger all at once. Just just rage and frustration released from whatever organ stores those kinds of memories, the, the brain, the heart, the liver, I don't know. Just I just want my life back and it's been 13 years and it's enough. A broken, oozing blister of hurt and pain. Not only did my family not do a goddamn thing, my dad was all for it. Anything that happened to me had to be approved by my dad and my dad only, he acted like he didn't know that I was told I had to be tested. All unleashed to the court. I'm sorry, Brittany, you have to listen to your doctors. They are planning to send you to a small home in Beverly Hills to do a small rehab program that we're going to make up for you. You're going to pay $60,000 a month for this. But yes, the world too, because it was recorded and played publicly for all to hear. I'm not happy. I can't sleep. I'm so angry. It's insane. And I'm depressed. Soon after, the judge in the case ruled that Brittany could, in fact, choose and hire her own legal representation. If I didn't do any of my meetings and work from ten, um, 8 to 6 at night, which is 10 hours a day, 7 days a week, no days off, I wouldn't be able to see my kids or my boyfriend. After 13 years, she could, in fact, hire an attorney of her choice to represent her. The control he had over someone as powerful as me, as he loved the control to hurt his own daughter 100. I cried on the phone for an hour and he loved every minute of it. Thousand percent, he loved it. It's been a long time since I've owned my money. It's my wish and my dream for all of this to end. In August, 2021, Brittany's dad said he'd be willing to step down as her conservator when the time is right. All I want is to own my money for this to end and my boyfriend um, to drive me in this fucking car. NBC News legal analyst Danny Savellos said, quote, his response indicates that while he is willing to step down, he may be looking for some concessions, which could be as simple as money, or it could be something as innocuous as clearing his name. Now going forward, I'm not willing to meet or see anyone I've met with enough people against my will. I'm done. Again, it makes no sense whatsoever for the state of California to sit back and literally watch me with their own two eyes make a living for so many people and pay so many people trucks and buses on tour on the road with me and be told I'm not good enough. They're mean. Another court hearing is scheduled in the fall of 2021. Perhaps that proceeding will succeed in getting Brittany out of the conservatorship. And it appears that she's beginning to make some of her own decisions again. 
As this podcast was being recorded, breaking news broke like a motherfucker because Britney Spears had posted topless photos on her own Instagram. Shine on, you crazy diamond. If you told me 10 years ago that I'd be deep diving into the career of Britney Spears as a hobby, I'd have told you that you were insane. But I'm not insane. I'm just different than I was. We're all older, more mature, wiser now than we were then. We all grow and make mistakes, and sure, some of these mistakes can be career-ending or life-ending, or sometimes they're just stupid mistakes because you're learning and growing. And that's what life should be. Free to move up or down the mobility ladder, to find unlimited success or crashing defeat on our own terms. Sometimes when you make bad decisions, you need a helping hand. In Brittany's case, the hand that helped her up became the many hands that held her down. Season one, episode 10 of Dumb People with Terrible Ideas has concluded. This podcast is produced and performed by Eric Gray. If you like the podcast, please rate it and review it on the platform you're listening to now. And don't forget, ericexplains.com. That's where you can reach out to me, get some bonus content, and perhaps even find a chuckle or two. That's ericexplains.com. Thanks. See you soon.